Well, good afternoon and welcome to Book Talk. As a slow beginning here, we're we're putting everybody in and doing that. Give me just one second there. Nolan, just one Okay, we've got Nolan. We've got Jennifer in. And I can do a whole lot less talking on this show. That's good for me. I don't need to say another word. So these two kind of speak for themselves. They've been around a few weeks. And... Nolan, Jenny, do you want to take over first and talk a little bit about what you're going to do? And I'll be quiet. And we've got people answering calls. And I will say we do have a phone number for you to call in if you cannot use Zoom. This is reserved for those folks. It's 317-886-1103. And we'll put you live and on the air. We're, I think I think Bill Jennifer's trying to unmute, but she's actually hitting the raise hand thing. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Let's get Jennifer. Jennifer, you'll need to unmute yourself. Yeah, you'll have to do it yourself. We can't. Yeah, we can't unmute you. So, Nolan, you want to, I guess you're going to have to win by default here. Okay. <laughs> um, my audio okay? Yeah, your yes. audio is fine. Okay, good. Well, I'm still using that golden microphone I used to use. <laughs> yes, you are. And just a quick note that the podcast page is being built today okay. for Book Talk, so you'll need to know that. And the oh, podcast good. will be ready to go and there will be a book talk mailing list so fantastic so we're doing all of the things and oh that's amazing pulling out the stops and i'm just too old for this that's it how can i help is there do you need help with editing or no we're good editing or how how do i help you (laughs) with my editing any help can be no that's not true you know better (laughs) yeah your edits we are excellent, fun. but, but if, I'm just saying, if I can be of value in that regard, let me know. Yeah, well, once you hear one edit, you'll say, Bill, I'm taking it over. <laughs> so, anyway, Jennifer, did you get unmuted? Perry, what's the command she does need? She's got to use the more. No, she's, she's on, on the phone. Or on the, you know, on the Zoom on the phone, so it's the more... No, there, you go, there you go, there you go, you're there you go, there you go. I had to unblock the stupid recording thing. I forgot that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, but she's Can ready to go door, to bring a lot of experience. And moderators, we will do our best to be quiet. Any un- by the moderators will be subject to removal. So we're to be... We're in the background doing our thing. These are these Nolan and Jennifer to take over the show. Okay, so um, we're ready to go. Nolan, you take it away now, and I'll be quiet. Okay, thank you. Welcome everyone to Legend Book Talk. Uh, book Talk, rather. It's uh, it's it's great to be here. I I was so honored when Jennifer reached out and said, "Do you want to be part of this?" And I am really thrilled to be here it's it's clearly it's her program and i'm just kind of along to help and and be do what i can to 
lend a hand, but it's it, this is a magnificent honor. There's nothing I would rather talk about than books, as those who know me well will will quickly attest, I think. And uh, we have some really great programs that I think we're we're looking at planning down the road for this, and it just it's going to become a real. I hope a real destination place where people come to get ideas about books they haven't read or talk about stuff they have and really don't like or do like, whatever. So uh, I'm honored to be part of it, and my thanks goes out to Jennifer and again to the legend for reaching out, and it's this is going to be a good experience, I think. I've been looking forward to it, and we threatened to do this several for years. years ago. Yes. Yeah. And so I couldn't have picked a better person, and you're definitely not just helping me out. You're as much a part of it as I am. And well, thank you for that. Glad to have you. And, and so, really have you read it. any good books lately? So I have. I brought a few that I thought I would recommend this week, and if it's okay with you, Jennifer, I'll bring two or three, three or four that I can recommend each week. If sure, that's, agreeable. that's wonderful. The more, the merrier. Yeah, and and. They're not all going to be the same thing every week, although I tend to lean heavily toward mysteries and thrillers. Um, but I do read other stuff, too, um, in there and somewhere occasionally. So we won't uh, overweigh the, the thing and, and capsize the podcast with uh, mysteries and thrillers. Um, but, yeah, I have a, a few that, that come to mind. I thought I would pick something from the way back, decades-old way back machine, <laughs> as it were and just bring it to the fore because sometimes the old books are still the great books they just don't get any attention anymore from any of the marketers or anybody and they can be just as magic and then I thought I'd bring maybe a, a, a few current relatively current things one of the books I want to talk about is a middle grade book and that's going to shut down a lot of your listeners right out of the box and I'm going to try to find a way to persuade them to not shut down um, because it's worth it's really worth their time um, so let me get to where I'm going here. Oh, it's here it is. Let me let me get this middle grade book out of the way first so that those of you who are inclined to tune out won't stay tuned out for long. I hope you don't do that because this is a magnificent experience. A few months ago, I read and it's a it's it's a currently a trilogy, but the author is writing a fourth book and, and it should be out sometime in 2023. The book that I want to talk to you about is called The Trials of Morrigan Crow. And, gosh, I don't even know how to... Let me give you the setup. First of all, the author is Jessica Townsend, and she's, that's pretty conventionally spelled. Jessica, just like it sounds. Townsend, T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D. She is Scottish, and she has an imagination like no other. In fact, I, if this podcast gets to a point where we're able to do author interviews, I have to tell you that I will with Jennifer's approval, of course, turn the world over to try to, to get her to either, it would have to be a pre-recorded interview because it's midnight in the UK as we're doing this live. So, But uh, she would be someone I would love to bring here just to talk about what it takes to have the kind of imagination she has. In any case, this first book in the, in the quartet, or the trilogy as we all know it as of now, again, is called The Trials of Morrigan Crow, and she spelled, uh, that's M-O-R-R-I-G-A-N, is the the name this is part of what's called the wondersmith series wondersmith is w-u-n-d-e-r smith um it's just such a great a great book um so let me give you the setup here 
Um, some folks on Goodreads, first of all, see this as a uh, Harry Potter kind of almost thing. They, they see it as a lot like Harry Potter. I don't disagree with that. It's not quite the same, but it's, uh, it's just amazing. The world building is incredible. The characters are incredibly memorable. The narration really is splendid, too. A woman named Gemma Whalen, I guess, W-H-E-L-A-N, narrates this, and the voices she uses are all by themselves spellbinding, and you combine those with Townsend's writing, and you, you have a winner. Okay, I'm oh. on, I think. I'm sorry? Oh. So here's the, here's the quick setup. Um, Morgan Crow will die on her 11th birthday. She's known it for a long time. Her family can't wait till she's dead, every one of them. You see, by some accident of birth or twist of fate, Morgan is a uh, cursed child. And those who know her insist that if you associate with her in any meaningful way, horrible things will happen to you afterwards. She spends hours writing letters of apology to people with whom she has intermittently uh, interacted, maybe somebody she glanced at or, or brushed up against somewhere, and then who had a terrible thing happen to them. Her father insists that she writes letters of abject apology to those people. Um, She's lonely, but she's not broken. Her dad hates her guts. Her stepmother wants nothing to do with her. If you read this, unless you are so medicated or jaded that you can't feel anything, your heart will break for this little girl. She's a 10-year-old child who has no love of any kind, not even so much as a perfunctory pat on the shoulder from a family member as they pass by. They count down the hours until she's dead. That's literally their mission. There's a custom in her province that kids present themselves before benefactors who, if they find the child worthy, will then provide scholarships to those kids to attend uh, some of the best schools in the province. Morrigan attends what is called bidding day with her dad, knowing full well that no one is going to bid for her. So she gets four bids, something unheard of. Alas, all of them are fake except one, and that person never shows up on that day. She goes home dejected and feeling worse than awful. Her birthday at this point is now hours away. Um, My machine just froze. There it goes. But Morgan doesn't die. That's not a spoiler. At the moment when she is about to give in to the forces that seek her life on her birthday, a guy named Jupiter North, an eccentric gentleman from a fantastic city called Nevermore, shows up in her kitchen and whisks her away just in time to a remarkable place, and he wants her to participate in a series of trials designed to help kids in that city determine whether they are worthy to enter something called the Wondrous Society. It's an elite group of talented, privileged young people who go on to better the lives of those in the community. Guys, this is an amazing piece of writing. The world building is phenomenal. Um, Young Morgan learns things about herself that she never thought possible, and she achieves wonderful things. I get it. It's middle grade, but I, I really I can't imagine you, it doesn't matter what your age is, you would read this if you are at all prone to, to enjoy um, really uncomplicated fantasy and uncomplicated fiction. Uh, this, the Christmas chapters alone in these books are beyond memorable. I can't recommend it highly enough. Again, it's called The Trials of Morrigan Crow. That's, again, M-O-R-R-I-G-A-N, Crow. The author is Jessica Townsend. If you are eligible to order books from the National Library Service, um, this is DB89407. It's the first book in the series, DB89407. So that's my first recommendation. You uh, you have 
any you want to go to or do we want to just move ahead well i one book that i read um Fairly recently was Keegan's Lady. It's by Katherine Anderson, and it was it's a romance with a plot. I don't like the kind of romances where all they do is go to bed and that's the end of it. But this one had a plot, and then this one, this for the life of me, I can't remember the the main character's name now, the lady. But anyway, she her brother ends up drunk and he goes and kills his neighbor's prized bull and so all of his brothers decide that they're going to teach this this ruffian a lesson because he keeps getting drunk and causing all kinds of trouble so they pretend like they're going to hang him they have no intention of hanging but hanging him but his sister doesn't know that and she you know he's the, she's he's the only family that he has that she has left so she agrees to do whatever it takes to keep them from hanging him and of course then he the brother to add insult to injury keeps keeps doing more things and he makes he forces the lady to marry this ace keegan at gunpoint to serve to preserve her honor because he thinks that she's going to to have his that he's going to have his way with her that she thinks that they her brother thought that he would even she would even go as far as to let him do that and so anyway they it's it's the book is all about how they get along and learn to deal with it and the adventures they have and it's part of a trilogy and it, it was a pretty good book hey, we have a caller guys who I'm going to bring in from the call line, the 317-886-1103 hotline, if that's okay with both of you. Well, I thought I was going to bring it. Oh, she just hung up. So (laughs) the person (laughs) that so patiently waited, but I do urge you when you come in, if you're coming in live, don't start talking out over the air because it will confuse the host and other people. So please, please donate. You're welcome to call in and do whatever. We've also got uh, Peter, do yep. Pierre with the raised hand. And Pam, I can't unmute you to, to work with getting your account unfrozen. So that's why you weren't made a moderator yet. So yeah, we're I'm, working. I'm we're working on it, but I don't know. But go ahead, Pierre. Well, uh, I read a good book this past week uh, by Lisa Gardner, and it was called "Touch and Go," and uh, it was about this family: the the husband, the wife, and and the fifteen year old daughter, and they get kidnapped, and uh, they're. They're put in a in an empty prison with some different uh, guards guarding them and all that, and it goes through that they can't figure out why why they're kidnapped and all this. And the uh, end ending is a big surprise. It it, it really surprised me. So it's a very good book. I would recommend it. Yeah, that's a that's a great recommendation. I, I'm grateful you mentioned that. I I um, read that a few months ago and loved it. You're right. It's a it's an excellent book. Um, it's if you can download from the National Library Service, the order number on that is DB seven six two zero six. 
and uh, he's right. That's a, a heck of a book. Incidentally, if you're looking it up by title, it's Touch and Go, but that's the and sign. Um, so you want to... <laughs> otherwise, if you put A and D in there, you'll get different results. So, again, Touch and Sign Go, a novel. And, it, and he's right. The author is Lisa Gardner. It's a 14-hour read if you don't speed things up. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that was an excellent book. He's a fantastic author. I don't think I've ever read a bad book from her, even whether it's part of a series or her standalone books. I just finished oh, Find Her, and that was a really good book, too. Have you read that? I have not. That's part of the D.D. D. Warren series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, this... This woman, she survived 472 days being kidnapped, and she was tortured and everything, and and she gets snatched off the street again, and this time she finds things in this man's garage and sets him on fire chemically and kills him. And that's how Dee Dee Warren comes in and, and finds her. And then she gets snatched again. We do have another caller. Uh, caller, would you like to identify yourself, please? I think you're unmuted, so you should be able to talk. Caller, are you ready to talk? It's uh, Fran, and yes, she is... Fran. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, for, sorry Fran. Hold, hold, hold on, Frank. No, 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 sorry, no, no, we have two callers. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I was trying to get the caller from the the call line, the action line. Oh, please. that's what I thought. Okay, I'll no, I'm sorry. Hold on, just. Okay, the caller is on the line. Would you please two three one area code? I believe. Hello. Yes. Would you please talk to us? Hi. Uh, my name. My name is is Dana Lynch. Yeah. Go ahead, please. Are you um, on the Zoom line? One or the, the, one, no. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, one of the things that I read was, was one of the books that I liked real well uh, was um, William Kent Kruger books, and those are good. Iron Lake series and the Mercy Fall, and those are good, too. They really are. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, they're really good, and, and they keep you on your feet. Yes. So that's all I have to say right now. Oh, he's a great writer. You're Thank right. you Thank for you the for that recommendation. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, Fran, you go right ahead. Hi. Oh, I I am so glad that you guys are doing this because I read constantly and it's so great to have people to talk with. Um, I just thought I'd bring up some of my favorite authors. Just uh, so that people can, you know, if they want. Um, I just read a book by Ann Rivers Siddons. Um, and she is fantastic. She writes about characters who live um, in South Carolina in the low country. And some of them are just such interesting characters. And the last one I read of hers was The Island. And um, it's about a group of, of people who have basically hung out together since childhood. They, they grew up together, um, and 
uh, this woman marries this guy who's part of this group, and she really gets attached with the group, too. And there are a lot of things that happen. I can't say too much because if I say too much, I'll give away the little surprise twist at the end. And believe me, I am not usually surprised, but I, you know, usually I can figure out the twist, but this one, oh man, I was blown away. Um, another author I really like, who is also a good friend of Anne River Siddons, is Pat Conroy. Um, and he writes uh, a lot. A lot of his books have to do. They're kind of semi-autobiographical um, because Pat Conroy grew up in a um, a Marine family. His father was a very, very strict Marine, and very and, and there was some abuse. And so, a lot of his novels do deal with a lot of that. But um, there's something about the characters and their strength and their abilities to deal with things that are just heartbreaking with a sense of humor, with kind of a wry, I don't know, it's really hard to explain, but he's also one of my favorites. So I just thought I'd bring up a couple of those while I'm, and also, oh, just one more thing. Um, The other day, I remember, Jenny, you were mentioning um, my favorite Alex Delaware novels. I love Alex Delaware. He is just um, fantastic. Anyway, I'll stop talking and let somebody else talk. Well, thank you. It's really important to get this listener feedback like that. I'm grateful for it. I don't read Alex Delaware, so I'm glad somebody can talk about that and and have some expertise there. That's really great. Thank you for for mentioning those. Um, Pat Conroy, of course, among his more famous books is Beach Music and South of Broad, I believe, is the... Yes. ...are the two of, two that come to mind immediately. Prince of Tides. Right, right. That's another <laughs> one. Thank you. Nice, nice. Yeah. And the great Santini. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Good for you. I wouldn't have come up with those. Great uh, books. Any other listener input? Not right Yes, now. I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Oh, sure. Um, if this podcast takes off and and does a what I hope it will do, how possible would it be to get any sort of interviews with any of the like the audible narrators? Well, that's our hope that down the road we're going to be able to reach out and, and touch some of those folks. Because they would probably be pre-recorded interviews. I think, frankly, I don't know that we're going to be able to bring them in right. here live. For a, bunch of live stuff um tuesdays at five a lot of folks are doing other things and but we'll see we may be able to change that well i'm just curious only because a lot of times the narrator will make the book yeah that's very true yeah how many books have you read in braille because you couldn't stand the narrator and it turned out to be a good book oh there have been several of those oh yeah. (laughs) yeah 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 no that's a good point and I, I don't want to speak for Jennifer, but I, I think she'll agree with me that our hope is to try to reach out to some of those narrators down the road. Oh, oh my, yes, we hope to do that. And this is our fourth or fifth podcast on our network now. So wow, good we, for you. We, we started from zero, so it's come along, and it takes That's time. Exciting. And 
our radio station now, and this is just to digress for us half a second, we're already at the platinum level on oh Y365, so we, we're we're going on iHeartRadio now. So we, Don't break your hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've already done it. <laughs> I bet. Well, congratulations on that. So, That's really cool. But you're a big part of that, Nolan. So, yeah. but we used got, to be, but I'm grateful to be back. Connie is. We've got Connie, and she's a very enthusiastic listener from Kalamazoo, Michigan, who's been counting down the days for this. Show I miss her so much on Wednesday nights. She was a big part of what I did oh, then. Oh, yeah. She was a lot of encouragement to yeah. me. You so ready welcome. for another computer yet, Connie? Hello? Yes. We're talking about you. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Thank you. Yeah. What did you ask me? I asked if you're ready for another computer yet. No, I don't think so. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet? Well, okay. The offer is there. So, okay. anyway, but bribery gets me nowhere. So, but I'm going to try. But I know you called in not because you wanted to talk to me, but you wanted to talk to Jenny and Nolan. Okay. Um, the, book that, the book that I'm going to review is um, Marley and Me. Oh, excellent. Okay. I got it. Um. I'm sorry, I'm distracted. The phone's talking to me. So anyway, um, it's from, um, the guy's name is um, John Grogan, and it's, um, let's see if I can shut this off. Um... It's DB number is, let's see where it's, I love those braille displays now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, anyway, um, I'll find it as I'm going. Um, he's from Pennsylvania and he has, um, a, do- a golden reach or a yellow lab, and he tells about his yellow lab, and it's um the dog is mischievous, but yet loving, and the book keeps you on your seat, or on you know on the edge of your seat because you know. This guy is so naive about, you know, about this this dog. And it, it, you, you can guess what what it's going to do next. And it's it's just it's got serious sides and funny sides and John has a well, he gets the dog as as a newlywed and um then they bring kids into the mix. Um, there, I read it on a braille display. Um, but um, and that number is BR one six five eight four. 
and the D, DB number is 61561. Yep, and again, that's Marley and Me, Life and Love with um, the World's Worst Dog. <laughs> yes. Yep. It's a, it's a lovely book. And thank you for your persistence, Connie. You hung in there. And hey, this is always a work in progress. So you don't have to be perfect to call in a review, right, Nolan? You just have to, the intent. That's what makes the program. That is what makes the program. Right, is the input. So yeah, if you want to call in or zoom in, that's fine. And we're getting people doing both. Any other questions before we go back to the guys? And thank you, Connie. Yeah, that was excellent. Great review. Well, we've got two raised hands. Yes, Perry, what have we got here? Let's see. Well, now you have three up there. Three of them. This is a good crowd. We just need to come back. Waiting anxiously. Yeah. Let's see. Is it my job to do this or someone no, else it's, uh, Well, you can. Anybody that wants to help out can. Oh, it's up but to it's, you. I, I don't want to create Okay, confusion. let's. Um, do we have a. Uh, we've got 623. Is that. It uh, must be Joni in Arizona. Did you want to talk, Joni? I guess yes, not. It is Joni. Yes, Joni. And I am so thrilled to be with you all. And Nolan, there are times when I don't know what I'm going to do because there are so many books mentioned on DB Review that sound so good. Oh, thank and I you. I keep downloading and downloading and downloading, <laughs> and it's it's quite amazing. We're out to break um, your hard drive. That's our mission. I have nice a wish people. list like mine that you can't find the first page of on your phone. It's like, <laughs> I have to cheat and go search have. for it again and read down. <laughs> That's I the way mine is. Mine is. I just. I I got most of my wish list from DB Review. <laughs> oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. I just mm-hmm. download and download and download more, <laughs> and then I have to find them. <laughs> uh, are you gonna? Is this going to be all NLS parts? No, I don't no. think so, Jennifer. What do you think? No, it can be. It's any book that you read. From anywhere. Um, anywhere. Library, Audible, Bookshare, however yeah. you We're not limiting it. it to... No. We don't... Because I'm a big Bookshare fan. Of I course. love Bookshare because oh. titles come on Bookshare practically the day that they're published. And That's very true. A lot of them do. And I love to keep up with today's books. I also mm-hmm. like older books, too, mm-hmm. especially... And and I've been around a long time. Uh, I started reading Talking Books in 1952 mm-hmm. when they had allowed us to, um, when it wasn't books for the adult blind anymore. Mm-hmm. And when they changed it, just the law was books for the blind. Before that, I hardly could get any books. I got a few Braille, but... Uh, not enough and um, 
So, and I'm I'm reading uh, I'm re- reading Braille with my humanware e-reader, which I just learned how to, to use, and I love this thing. Great. So I don't want to talk too long, but no, you're uh, fine. You're good. Thank you're you for, for having. Glad to have you here. Thank you. We don't get e-readers in the state of Florida, unfortunately, yet. I don't think. But maybe. But, okay, we've got one from the 314. If you'd like to talk, you're free to. I think you're unmuted. Do I see a 314? Okay, I'm talking to myself there. I was muted. Um, Well, this is Donna in st louis and uh first i want to say i am so glad that you're doing this um i love to read and there's so many books i could recommend (laughs) great that would be good (laughs) but i read a series and i mean i went one right after the other and i wanted to talk about it because i really enjoyed the series it's um by colleen coble and um it's the lone star series and she writes um, well, a combination of Christian fiction, mystery, romance. Her books are, they're romance, but they're clean. And um, I really enjoyed it. It was, um, it takes place in Texas. It's four books in the series. And the first one, the series is called the Lone Star series. The first one is Lone Star Sanctuary. And um, it focuses on this ranch, the Bluebird Ranch, which is um, this girl goes there with her daughter, who um, is catatonic, and she's trying to, she's getting away from a stalker and also wanting to find a place where her daughter, she can find out what's going on you know where she can start to speak again and this ranch they um have um like abused horses there and um also trouble use they have camps and and all there so she goes there and at first the um foreman of the ranch does not really trust her and of course it ends up there ends up being a romance there and um it, but the whole, all the entire series focuses on that ranch, and it's about different couples that um, end up there. And and I just really enjoyed that series. And the first book is called Lone Star Sanctuary. Then there's um, Lone Star Secrets, Lone Star Homecoming, and Lone Star Angel. And you want to read them in that order. Okay. That's good knowledge. Sometimes people just jump in and out of a series, don't they? Um, yeah. How well, many guilty. I'm guilty. So thank I you got for- the books off of Bookshare, but they are on Bard in um, uh, Audible format. I mean, you, you, they're not in Braille on, on Bard, but right. um, I did read them in Braille from Bookshare. Mm-hmm. But that is the order that they go, and they do refer, you know, there are people that do pop up in later sure. books, so you exactly. do want to read them in that order. Would you be kind enough to repeat that order one more time in case somebody's doing dishes, listening to the podcast, and they're trying to, <laughs> trying to write this down? Okay, um, Lone Star Sanctuary is the first book. Okay. Lone Star Secrets is the second one, 
The third one is Lone Star Homecoming. And the fourth one is Lone Star Angel. All right. Thank you for that. That's really good. I have not read this all, Donna. Thank you. Hey. Keep those reviews coming each and every week. And if you think of another one before we quit, let us know. And I'll go check that one out for myself. Yeah. Um, you know, that's. She the, has another series that I have not finished with. And uh, that one is called the Rock Harbor series. And that's about a search and rescue um, team, uh, mainly focuses on this one girl that has a um, a search and rescue dog and and it's it's like i said they're really good they're they're good clean books that's important you know if, if you yep. don't like explicit sex yep. or anything like that you know yep. and i i really really enjoyed <laughs> i i tell you what i could talk about books every week because well, i've read back. a lot of good stuff make sure you're here then because we right we need all the listeners we can yeah. Right now, I don't have any more callers in the queue. I don't see any in Zoom. Have we got them all? I think. Can I jump in and ask a question? Of course. Um, <clears throat> I just got into series. I downloaded a series on my wish list, but how do you tell which one is the first one in the series? So, let me ask you a question, and I'm not trying to stall answering you i just need better information do you do you feel reasonably comfortable with the world wide web and so on do you, you're using the internet fairly fairly well is that yes that accurate okay what i recommend you do and it's what i do all the time and i'm half tempted to share my screen and just let you hear it um you're welcome to do that by the way you know what i may if, if you're okay have, yeah, have you ever I'm... seen the site fantastic fiction no, I haven't. Okay. Then I'm going to share my screen if you're okay with it. And and um, hang on. Whoops. I'm, in the wrong, I'm on the wrong screen. Here we go. Let was... me. Oh, gosh. Zoom meeting, Nolan. <laughs> Get a clue. Sorry. There we go. One that I use while he's doing that, one that I use lots of times for mystery writers is Stop Your Killing Me. But they don't have everybody, and sometimes you can look things up by the character there. They have a lot of them, but not everybody. Okay, let me slow that down. Slower. Is it real faint, or are you not hearing it very well? I, uh, let me listen again. My speech is... Okay. There you go. Try again. Could, can you just give us an ounce more? Maybe you okay. can't. If it's too faint, I can... I or it can. could be my hearing aid, too. No, I, I, hang on. <laughs> uh, let's do this. There you go. Okay. So... I have gone to a site called fantasticfiction.com. It's all one word. And when you get there, if you tap the letter E, edit required. It says edit required, as you heard. And this is where you put in the name of an author that you want to, to search on. And so let's, let's say you know 
Edit require. I'm going to tap Edit enter on require. that. And I'm now ready to write the name of an author. I'm really interested in a series. Um, uh, go ahead and give me a, a sa example. Who, whom do you know that's written a series that you want to know what the order is? Oh, my. Um, does it have to be alive? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Irving Wallace. Okay. I'm typing him in. And uh, we're going to go... Fantastic Fiction Search Microsoft Edge. Irving. Right. Irving Wallace heading level one. Visit at home. Irving Wallace sign in. Slice graphic search for combo box require. Gosh. Irving Wallace heading USA 1916. Says he was born in 1916. Okay. So let's keep going down. I'm do I'm tapping down arrow here. Dash nine husband nineteen ninety. Irving Wallace. Here's Lang. a list of all of this accomplishments. Not mystery. Okay. Genre. His genres are mystery. mystery. Novels. Novels. Lang. The sins of Philip Fleming. Okay. Nineteen fifty nine. Blank. The Chapman Report. So this is the list of his books. Night Blank. Yeah, okay. The prize. Night Blank. The man. Night Black the Three Sirens. Night Black the Sunday Gentleman. And this is a list of, of his books. If we wanted to do a search for someone who has a series, um, I'm reading so many of them and there's no reason. Oh, let's do... Um, Irving Walt Visit at Home. Let's Irving. go back to the homepage here and do a search for... Editor. Why not Colleen Cobble? A Coble. Editor. Why? I hope I can spell her name right. <laughs> C-O-B-L-E. Brilliant. Thank you. I knew one of us would get it, and I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be me. Okay. Um, Call USAB, 1952. Born in 1952. Blank. Aka Blank. Aka Colleen Rhodes. Also goes by Colleen Rhodes. Blank. Read more Colleen Here's her bio. I'm not going to skip that. John Blank. Graphic The Dark of Night. Um, Annie Peterson, Book 2, Series. Coming out, okay, here's her series. Wyoming. There's a Wyoming series, and you could simply down arrow through these. One. One. Where Leads the Art, 1999. So you see how this is formatted? It gives you the name of the, the number of the book, in which, it, I mean, in, in, in its order, the name of the book, and then the year in which it was published. Two. Planes of Promise. 1999. Okay, I think you probably get the point, right? But mm -hmm, again, it's fantasticfiction.com. You type in the author's name, first name first, in the edit box. So it's going to be Ian Rankin or Colleen Coble, whatever, first name first. And then you can tap H to go to the first heading, down arrow from there, and you'll see all of the series. If you don't want to see the series, how do I put it? So we have this author who's written multiple series. If you don't want to see any in one of her series, you can tap the letter G. Thumb graphic. And the thumb is the a thumbnail of the images of the book. So we're going to skip past that first series, going to down arrow real quick. One, rock blank. Here's the next series. Rock Harbor. That's the next series. Maybe I am interested in that series, so let's look at it. One. Number one. Without a trace. Without a trace. That was a good book, too. There you go. Two. Beyond a doubt. 2004. Okay, so you get the picture. That, uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's how that works. Again, it's fantasticfiction.com. It's really accessible. There's no, there's no funky, unlabeled 
things involved in it. It just does a nice job of the screen reader. Goodreads is also Cast another good one too. That screen screen I'm sorry, say that again. Goodreads is another option too. I you that's where I normally show. go to. I'll type in, I'll Google the name of a series, and then type in Goodreads. And then I go look on Goodreads, and they'll even show you, like, novellas and short stories. Yep. You know, it'll could, list those as well. We could do a multi-week presentation on Goodreads on this program and how you, how you use it and how to make the most of it and how to get around the clutter. And there's uh, – I don't use Facebook or Twitter, but I'm constantly in Goodreads. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another program possibility down the road. So if you're like me and you're reading several different series at once, because I never seem to, I don't like to sit and read all of one series, one right after the other. I know there's a lot of people that do that, that but I don't typically yeah, I do can. that. I so can. how do you keep track of what you've read in each series? Um, you know, for me personally, the best solution has been to delete them out of the hard drive to make sure I just don't have them on there anymore. Um we, we some week you and I should talk about doing a program on how do you keep track of books you've read and haven't read and yeah that would, that used, would be a good one because I yeah, always forget the names week. of them after a while yes and I I am I use Goodreads extensively for that um, I I like it because you can create shelves that have labels your way so if you want a only barred shelf you can search that if you want to search your 2012 shelf because you just know that you read that back that year, but you darn, you can't remember what it is. Um, that's another way to, to, to track and look for things. Um, a lot of folks use spreadsheets. Um, whatever you do, it needs to be convenient to you, and it needs to be something that you can get in and out of quick. Otherwise, you'll see it as a chore, and you won't, you won't do it. I need to get more organized about it because then I, I always go and look at my title list. Oh, that sounds familiar. I think I read that one. Me. Yeah, it's it's. I, I do the same thing, and I'll I'll go look at Goodreads, and they'll say, "Hey, dummy, you read that back in you know 2018 or something." Oh, I did. Okay. Um, do you use a hard drive to keep all of your books that you download from NLS um, Bookshare or? Audible. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I have a, a a six gig hard drive dedicated to nothing but but books. <laughs> but books. Would you call Which yourself a, the ultimate book hoarder or what? Yeah, I, I would be. If 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 these were physical books, um, I'd have to move out of the house and, and live in the car because there, there wouldn't be any room for me. Um, it, yeah, it's it's a problem. Um, it, and yet, I don't know. It's, but it's not a problem. It's what right. you enjoy. I mean, yes. I've got one, two, three radio sitting here in front of me. There with you go. all these Buku stations and favorites and exactly. whatever on whatever. So it's yep. just a matter it's of what you love. And preference. And that's how I choose love. to spend my time. Exactly. But, so I encourage you to do that, whatever. I'm not a big fan of these little... Thumb drives are okay no, for storage no. of books, but hard drives are cheap enough now that you can buy what a two gigabyte for forty bucks or less. So mm-hmm. you know they yep. they're not so <laughs> expensive that you just can't get to them. And I back up my books pretty extensively too. That hard drive, so 
it actually exists in two places. And um, some of us who've lost me lost music over the years. Go ahead, Fran. I think you can. I think you're not muted. I hope my computer's muted for a oh, second. Sure but there you go. Here I am. Um, anyway, I um, I have heard of Goodreads, but I really don't know anything about it. So, um, okay, how do we, I how do I get it? And, yep, let's talk about that one week in here. I'm not trying to stall you. You go to Goodreads.com and sign up for an account. It's free. Uh huh. It's, it's owned by Amazon, so you know if you have a personal philosophy against Amazon, then. Oh, no, no. I, I'm a regular that. user of Amazon. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I read just, on there all just, the time. <laughs> just giving you the full disclosure stuff. Um, once you have an account, you can start keeping track of books. And we just can, a minute. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Somebody was knocking at my door. <laughs> we, can okay, do a, I'm sorry. we can do a unit a, a week on this in the, in the near future if, you, if that would be beneficial. I don't want to get too technical yeah. and in the weeds, but sure. I think it would be a good uh, idea. There's another one out there called Storygraph, and it's highly accessible as well, and some people like it better. I prefer Goodreads because it's what I know best, but that doesn't mean it's the best one of the two. So you might explore both, both Goodreads and Storygraph and see which one um, lights you up most or best, and we can talk about that in the next few weeks. Okay, sounds good. Is that called S-T-O-R-Y-G-R-A-B? I'm sorry, it's G-R-A-P-H. I didn't oh. enunciate very well. Story graph. <laughs> I mean, like I a paragraph so well, yeah. a story graph. Yeah. Yeah. Got the best hearing aids going that don't work. Oh, it's just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but that, not, that's a good one. Jennifer, have you heard of that one? Story graph? No, I have not heard of that. I've heard a lot about Goodreads, though. Right. No. That's the whole purpose of the show is to learn something maybe you didn't know coming in here. And if you learn about storygraph.com or something mm-hmm. that you don't know about Goodreads or whatever the, the case may be. So just learn. And so you guys take it away. I don't think we have any more calls right now. Do you have any more questions? I guess mm-hmm. not. We have time for one more book recommendation for the week, or we do. Or, we are we are about um, or about five. So we get five fifty. We had ten minutes. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. I'll be super quick. Just take um, your time. I want to. I've hesitated to bring this forward, but I think I'm going to, just because some people won't want to read something by this author, and that's sad because he does a magnificent job. I'm talking about Brett Bayer. Bayer is an anchor at Fox News, and so some of you will be immediately. So, uh, uh, no, gonna, not going to touch that. Not, uh, that makes me un, uh, feel bad for you because you're missing out on a remarkable book. What I'm about to talk about briefly is something called "To Rescue the Republic." Um, let me get the right title here: "To Rescue the Republic: Ulysses S. Grant, The Fragile Union, and the Crisis of 1876." This is again by Brett Bayer and Catherine Whitney. She is. Someone who does a lot of the, a lot of the, work ghostwriting with him on his stuff. He narrates the audio. Does a nice job. Very briefly, what this book is is, uh, first of all, I call it a ten-star book in a five-star world. Um, he does a great job with the audio. Um, 
This is a book about Ulysses Grant and is very pro-Grant. So if you have, I don't know, if you're maybe of Southern ancestry and your grandparents used to talk about those nasty union politicians, this may not appeal to you. I don't know, but I loved it. He, I learned so much about Ulysses Grant and they had an election in 1876 in the United States that was an absolute mess. Resulted in a tie for president and Grant was the one American to whom all sides would more or less listen, even though he had had troubles during his administration. And he was really the person who kind of helped poncho the, the, the country over that speed bump. He was afraid that if this effort to unify the nation failed after that election, that the country would be back in a, some, some kind of bizarre civil war scenario. Um, it's just really well written. They portray Grant as a man of peace, who had to deal with war, and that's kind of who he was. He despised war, but he was forced to, to deal with it. Um, it's just a great a great book. I, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's not heavy, heavy nonfiction, first of all. You don't need to be afraid. Um, There's some great chapters in here that help that watch show you how he tried to find compromise in that Thai election that would have otherwise torn the country apart. And you can relate to that. There's some real parallels here between the 1876 and stuff happening in 2020, whichever side of that you're on. Um, the Congress, the emotions were so high in the Congress that year that many of them brought pistols with them into the chamber. Um, that's some scary stuff. And, again, this is a book about how President Grant stepped forward and, and brokered the peace and kept the peace and I loved it. It was it was gripping. I learned new things about him that I had not ever known, and I heartily recommend it. If you're a, if you can download, the order number is DB one hundred five eight zero four. Once again, DB one hundred five eight zero four, and the title is To Rescue the Republic. So, that's my nonfiction recommend for the week. That's a good one, and. We'll go reading that. It doesn't matter if it's from yeah, it's, Fox this is not a political or book. Arizona News or right. It, it's not a political book, at right? All. It's just and, history, and it's good history. It's easy to understand history. Um, and I, 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 I like I said, I, I called it a ten-star book in a five-star world. So, Jenny, have you read that book yet? No, you. No one has knows a lot of good books. So this will be all a part of the first podcast. Um, we'll probably try to way to get this podcast maybe transcribed. I'm seeing transcription is a possibility, maybe so that people can read the links and the mm-hmm. things like that. I think that might be a possibility and easier way so we can get people to to read, you know, read these books. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I that's think great. That would be a good way of of sharing the book. Is there anything else you want to say, Nolan? I think we're. I think we've got maybe well, like four minutes or five tops. Oh, who's keeping score? Yeah, um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before we? No, other than uh, this is just a magnificent experience. I'm really grateful for the privilege to be here and. Don't hesitate to write us with ideas if you have ideas for this. 
this needs to kind of be listener driven too. I don't want to no. be you know monopolize the whole thing. So I am at Nolan Period Crab at Gmail dot com if you need to write me personally. And Jenny, you're at where? I'm at jsparks seven five two at Gmail dot com. So feel and free to reach out to either of us or both and. We love ideas because we don't have a whole lot of structured ideas going forward. Tonight, actually, you've provided us with a lot of, of thoughts on what to do from here. So, well, you guys have done maybe you'll... job. I'm sorry. Y'all have done an excellent job. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I just wanted to say real quick. I'm thinking. Maybe next week, if people want to to chime in, I was thinking about a book or character that left a lasting impression on you that you think about periodically or that for some reason. <coughs> that right. may have That's impacted you. Right. That's, That's the for next weekend's. Just keep reading, guys, and we have a lot of fun doing it. Look for at legendoldies.com for the new page to go up with you know book talk and there will be a mailing list if you want to sign up for it. we're not trying to spam you or do anything like that but if you're interested in that and maybe we're, we're just trying to make it interactive for you and we will take your live phone calls and zoom so I think this was an inaugural run, yep. and we're getting out. And thank you, Perry, for your assistance. Pam, anybody that helped with the monitoring, because there's a lot of people I'm monitoring window with live calls, and so Perry's helping out. So thank you very much. And Perry's wife is a fan of the show, Dawn, so we really okay. appreciate Good. that. And Nolan, thank you so much. We know you've got a lot to do, and we'll be back in the morning for the coffee club. We have a demo of a new accessible oven with an app that's come out, so we'll be talking about well, that, cool. and we just try to keep keep going, and I'll send you a copy of this show, Nolan, so we'll... Okay. Okay. Great. Anybody right. well, got anything we'll else? Next thank week. you. Good next week. Thanks, Nolan. Take care. Good night. Thanks, everyone. Everyone, take care. Good night. Oh.